Um, but tuna, tuna. <laughs> um, that <laughs> really got me. <laughs> I did keep accidentally typing tuna into my phone, and my phone would autocorrect it. So I'm not surprised that this happened. Hi everyone and welcome to Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. I'm Kim. And I'm Katie. And we're here to talk about singing and dancing and Bollywood boys. And in particular, the singing and dancing and Bollywood boys of Kuch Kuch Hotehe. Yes. And there actually are two major Bollywood boys. We've got two out of three cons here. We do. <laughs> <laughs> two, of, two of the cons. Very exciting. Also, Johnny Lever is here. Um, yes, and I forgot this was our introduction to him. <laughs> he's a Bollywood boy who, you know, we love for different reasons than we love some of the other Bollywood boys, but he's still very lovable and delightful to see on our screens. Absolutely. And I did want to point out, in watching the opening credits, they did do a thrills credit for Shah Rukh Khan. <gasps> I missed that. Yeah. So it was started by Karan Johar. Then, maybe. We'll have to go back maybe, into his yeah. earlier works to see... Just where did the thrills by Shahrukh start? Right. <laughs> and, you know, and maybe there are other people who are credited with having thrills, but this is certainly the, the earliest that we've seen it. And it's the first not Farrakhan directed film that we've <laughs> seen it in. So, And actually, before we do dive into the plot, let's just do a quick overview of who we've got going on here. In addition to Johnny Lever and two of the Khans, who are, of course, Shahrukh Khan and Salman Khan. Um... We've also got Kajal. We've yeah. got Rani Mukherjee. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Anupam Kerr. Love him. Uh, we've got Farrah Khan doing the choreography. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> we've got Karan Johar writing the story and the dialogues and directing. He's like in charge of this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody really brought their A game. This is so far my favorite Bollywood movie from the 90s um and certainly there are more to be watched but this to me this this one's my favorite of the ones that we've seen yeah I'd agree with that it's yeah it's very watchable it's very watchable and a lot of fun so the film opens with a funeral pyre and tears yeah the tears are coming from our boy Shah Rukh Khan he is standing behind the flames as he watches his beloved and recently deceased wife Tina be cremated Uh, it's a very sad place to start for what is otherwise very much a comedy (laughs) yeah like you think that you're you're signing up for this fun jaunty like kind of a love triangle but best friends ultimately like get the life and love they deserve and then it's just like oh someone's dead and then it starts with death. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we come to understand that Tina died as a result of giving birth to their daughter. We see that as she was dying, which by the way, I've never seen a better looking dying woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This woman looks fine. Like she, she looks, looks tired. Because she just had a baby. <laughs> yeah. Just had a baby. Yeah. Does not look like she's on death's door. Nope. Looks like she's tired, could use some sleep. But, you know, when he's sad that she dies, whoever it is, her mom tells him, well, yeah, she knew she wouldn't live. 
I think that's her doctor is saying okay, that. Right. Like, she knew she was going to die. She was just not going to tell you that this would kill her. She made that choice for you. The the doctor, like, really puts it on Rahul. With, oh, yeah. Like, she knew how much you wanted this child. And I, I think we'll circle back around to Tina and who she is as a person. Yes. Um, I think she's a bit of a, what's it called? A manic pixie dream girl. She, yes. She does exist in a lot of ways as just a plot device to bring other characters together. But I also, there are, there are things about Tina that I think we can like and get excited about. And also I think that Absolutely. she could have been fleshed out in maybe some ways that gave her yes. a little more agency yeah, in her existence. Yeah, she's like, she's a lovely human, but it does feel like she exists to make other people happy. Yes, exactly. Anyway, so we've got a beautiful woman who is dying, and as she's on her deathbed, we see Tina give a stack of letters to Rahul's mom, um, and she also is able to take the time to say farewell to her husband. It's very emotional, obviously, lots of tears shed between the two of them, uh, but she makes Rahul promise that he'll name their daughter Anjali. Mm-hmm. And now we jump to eight years later, we're in Mumbai, and we see Anjali now as an adorable, vivacious little child. She is pretending that she has her own TV show, and she introduces herself by listing her hobbies, yes. which are eating chocolate, slapping boys, troubling grandma, and reading her mom's letters. <laughs> Put that on the dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> She is such a star. Like, I actually meant to look up who that child was to see what other work she has done. The actress's name is Sana Saeed. Okay. Maybe we'll stumble across her in the future. Yeah, one can only hope. So after Anjali is doing her little TV show, she goes to meet up with her dad. And he is also wearing the world's largest, bulkiest pinstripe suit. Um, yeah. So cool that they found that for this film. Um, that is Rahul's style. I'm sure it was hip with the times, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yep, he's rocking it's, it. It's a choice. Anjali forgives her father for being late, and they do this very cute little handshake that we see them do several times throughout the movie where they slap each other's hands and then they tap each other's noses, and it's very, very precious. It's, it's adorable. That night, Rahul and Anjali are at a school event. Rahul has put on a new pinstripe suit, still quite large, uh, but it's it's a khaki pinstripe suit. This Which time. I'm sorry, just khaki pinstripe suit just does not <laughs> sound good. Nope. Even for the '90s. Yeah, it's a. It wouldn't be my first choice, that's for sure. <laughs> so this is a school event where the children are doing impromptu speeches. They're given a word and then they have to give a one-minute speech on that word. And Anjali, when it's her turn, she freezes because her word is mom. Mm. And she immediately starts tearing up. She's just stumbling over the word mom. And Rahul steps up and he says, mom makes us realize we're good. She smiles when we're happy. She cries when we cry. She's everything. And you don't have a mom but you have a dad. He's a pretty rockin' dad, despite his questionable suit tastes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually a little choked up just hearing you (laughs) recite that. It was just so sweet. Next, we see Rahul playing basketball, uh, and his mom 
comes up and is, you know, trying to convince him to get married again. She's saying that their family is incomplete and she, you know, she's really trying to convince Rahul to make that choice to get married again. But he says, you live once, you die once, you marry once, and you fall in love once. So not on the table for Rahul. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll see about that, Rahul. <laughs> the next day is Anjali's birthday, and she digs through her huge stack of presents to get to her mom's letter, which is at the bottom of the stack. Mm-hmm. And she opens it up and she starts reading. And this letter, it seems, is maybe a little different from the past letters, because in this letter, mom is telling a story about mom and dad and Anjali, but a Anjali. different Anjali than the one we have already met. This Anjali now, in a flashback, we are seeing her stretching and lacing up her shoes and just like gearing up for something. Her platform sneakers. Her platform sneakers, which again, very 90s. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't mind if that trend came back. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Maybe a little dangerous, but fun. Anyway, so Anjali is, is, you know, she's gearing up for something. And we also are seeing intercuts of Rahul, a young Rahul running to, to meet her. And they meet up. They're in a gym on a basketball court. Um, they play. They're dripping in sweat. Yeah. Anjali <laughs> is winning the game. And so Rahul cheats, like just blatantly trips Anjali. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of rude. Like, uh, super rude. <laughs> you can easily like skin an elbow or a knee on a gym yeah. floor. Like we've or all tw- done it. Yeah. Or twist an ankle because you're yeah. wearing platform sneakers. It's all very dangerous. But Anjali is accusing him of cheating. Rahul is insisting that he didn't cheat, even though he definitely, definitely did. They fight. They storm off, but not before returning to shout shut up in each other's faces. And then they storm off for real. I feel like it's important to mention that Rahul, when he like shows up dramatically for this basketball game, he is wearing a necklace that just says cool. Yeah. And it's great. And I feel like that sums up who he is. I like to think that everybody was rocking a cool necklace after seeing this movie. I know I would have. Well, I'm going to take that note for your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. The news that Anjali and Rahul are fighting spreads across campus and everybody is like whispering back and forth about it. And this leads us into our first dance number, Yelarka Hey Divana. First, they're singing about how annoying they each find each other, but ultimately they transition to singing about how they're each other's best friend. They whistle a little tune to each other, and they exchange the same handshake that we saw Rahul and his daughter Anjali have Mm -hmm. um, earlier in the film. Also, Um, I wrote that he was playing soccer in, like, short denim shorts. And, like, not just shorts, but, like, short shorts. Short shorts, like... You know, not like booty shorts, but like the booty (laughs) and and the shorts end immediately thereafter. (laughs) Yeah. And then he like did a very athletic high kick. (laughs) He did like a like a Pele, like R.I.P. Pele, did like a whole like flip back, like kick the ball into the net. It was very impressive. Yeah, it was impressive. And I was also concerned (laughs) for the integrity of his modesty. Of the shorts. Yeah, but also, did you notice that in that dance number, there was a um, bus trip that was going to Goa? Oh, I feel like I saw Goa listed, noted somewhere, but didn't really clock it. All these people were just piling onto a bus that had a big banner that was like, Goa! 
everything goes in Doha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We haven't really talked about it on this podcast yet, but Kim and I really want to go to Goa. It seems like a party. Pretty much all that we have seen of Goa is party time. Um, yeah, sometimes bad party time. Right. But mostly good. Mostly good. Yeah, a lot of hippies, which, yeah, not the best part, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving um, on. So the main takeaway from this song is that these two love each other and it's absolutely precious. Back at school, we meet Malotra, who is the, the dorky school principal. We also meet Miss Braganza, who's the confident and sexy English teacher who Malotra is absolutely in love with. Love the dynamic between oh, yeah. these two characters. Very flirtatious. <laughs> So this day is Friendship Day, and so Anjali is giving out bracelets to all of her friends, and she even gives one to Malotra, which is very sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, and in their conversation, he shares that his daughter is coming back from London, where she was studying. Spoiler alert, the daughter's <laughs> going to be Tina. <laughs> Anjali overhears a girl saying that Rahul gave her a friendship bracelet and then she tracks down Rahul and he is giving another girl a friendship bracelet. Because apparently, like Rohit in Kalhonaho, any girl will do. <laughs> Except I think that Rahul is like smoother yes. than Rohit. It feels like, I don't know if you wrote this line down, but he said, I was so lost in your eyes, I forgot your name. That was, that's a good way to recover from saying the wrong name when you're flirting with someone. <laughs> I'm going to jot that <laughs> one down. <laughs> Anjali accuses Rahul of chasing girls, which seems accurate. She tells him that he needs to find a girl who is both beautiful and smart. Anjali asks Rahul what he will say when he meets this fantasy woman for the first time. And he says that he'll get down on his knees and he'll say he loves her. Rahul is like just juggling uh, records when Tina shows up. And I'm just like, why? I did not clock that, but that's fascinating. Yeah, like full <laughs> what on a choice. records, not even in sleeves. Just like loose records. Yeah. Anyway... He turns around, he bumps immediately into Tina, and he does just say to her, I love you. <laughs> Tina excuses herself and walks away, uh, which is understandable in this moment. Um, and as she walks away, Rahul offers her one of his friendship bracelets, but Tina says that friendship is a long way off, which is a devastating way for her to end the conversation. But Rahul claims when Anjali asks that Tina isn't his type because she's not Indian enough. She's from she's been studying in London. So clearly she doesn't have this connection to uh to, to India. She's she was an NRI, a non-resident Indian for a while. The next day Anjali is kind of taking Tina under her wing. She's really excited about having this new friend. Uh, but Rahul steps in and he demands that Tina sing a song in Hindi, expecting again that she can't because he doesn't think she's Indian enough. Yeah. Um, but of course she does. And it's absolutely beautiful. And she tells Rahul that she never forgot her values and he had better not forget that. Again, just so much sass, so much class, yeah. perfection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The idea of a man demanding that a woman sing for him, yeah, it's kind of gross. It like, is gross. Men shouldn't demand women do anything for them. <laughs> He's got a lot of growing up to do, that's yes. for sure. But he is still charming. Oh, um, for sure. And it's clear, too, that Tina, even though she's dismissive of him at this point, she does, she's also a little bit intrigued. Wouldn't we all be? <laughs> I will just say, I, I'm glad that we're kind of taking a break from Shahrukh. 
for next week because yeah. uh, I've I've become too smitten again, and you I gotta need, catch your breath. I need to step away, <laughs> take a little distance. <laughs> um, it's good to take breaks. They're in English class with Miss Braganza, and they're reading Romeo and Juliet. And Miss Braganza asks people what they know about love, and Rahul answers this question by saying. Piar dostihe, which means love is friendship. And he says there's no love without friendship, and if a girl can't be his best friend, then he can't love her. And Miss mm-hmm. Braganza is praising this answer. She's really into it. But of course, Anjali, yeah. his best friend, hears this and turns to look at him, and you can just see that she's she's looking at him in a new way. There's something new in her eyes that hasn't yeah. been there before. Also, the teacher has a binder that's just covered in photos of Romeo plus Juliet the uh what is that the 1996 is that the the Leo DiCaprio number (laughs) yes the 1996 uh film starring Mr. Leonardo DiCaprio she's obsessed you have to imagine that they watch that in class which is great sure it's better than the version I had to watch (laughs) what was the version you had to watch it was the one that showed a butt (laughs) oh scandalous I can't tell you which one it was because I don't but there know. There was a butt. <laughs> there was a butt. Romeo, like, full-on bare butt. Anyway. Yep. And the next day at school is apparently some kind of song and dance competition. The performers can't come to the competition because they have a curfew. And apparently no one thought about this prior to, like, <laughs> five minutes before they had to go on stage. But this is the situation we're in. Malotra and, and Ms. Braganza are freaking out about this. And so they turn to Rahul and, Angel- and Anjali and they're like, you guys have to perform instead um, or I'll fail you, which yeah. seems unethical. <laughs> in a lot of ways, yeah. But uh, Ms. Braganza's like, you're going to be fine. You're lip syncing. And so eventually Eventually, Rahul and Anjali agree that they're going to do this. But so Anjali asks Tina to join in their performance and she says no. And Rahul is annoyed that she says no. And also because he noticed that she's not wearing the bracelet that he gave her. But the performance starts. Malotra plays the wrong tape. The crowd throws what appear to be ping pong balls at Rahul (laughs) and Anjali in fury. But then Tina saves the day. She emerges from the back of the crowd playing a guitar and wearing the bracelet yeah and and it's great and now we get the song koi mil gaya and rahul is wearing a tiny fanny pack for the whole song as well as knee pads and it's just really excellent (laughs) i noted his fanny pack because i was like this it's amazing that this man is just prancing around with a fanny pack and knee pads and it's fantastic (laughs) no notes this is a this is a good bop and everyone everyone gets sucked into the dancing. Everyone's having a good time. And at the end of the number, Rahul takes Tina aside to dance and leaves Anjali behind. And you can see she feels this moment of being left behind. In our next scene, it's Tuesday, which means that Rahul has to go and meet his relatives. At least that's what he has told his classmates in college, but really he's going to the temple to pray. And he happens to bump into Tina there. They have this very adorable moment. I mean, we're seeing again this, you know, these shining examples of how Shah Rukh Khan and the characters that he plays, he just gives so much like charm and sweetness, mm-hmm. but also like quick cleverness too. And it's it's really lovely. Rahul explains to Tina that his father always told him that a man must kneel before three women, his mother, the goddess Durga, and 
Rahul doesn't say what the third is, but I think he it's says, strongly uh. implied <laughs> that it's some kind of, you know, your romantic partner. Uh, later on that same night, he goes to her window, and she lets him in, and he bows to her. And it's a very impactful moment uh. where he is suggesting that she is the person, the third person that is, you know, treasured in his life. I gasped because that happens in a moment when Tina's like you have to go my dad's gonna come in yeah it's very unexpected and then he's just like Tina and she's like no you have to go and he's like Tina and then he just slowly bows and yeah my heart skipped a few beats Uh uh-huh yep that's the appropriate reaction on his way home from this encounter he bumps into Anjali and they see a shooting star and he covers Anjali's eyes and he tells her to make a wish And everybody, all three of these characters, makes a wish. And suddenly, we're on a windswept plane in Scotland. And the title track, (laughs) Cooch Cooch Hotehe, is playing. This is a lovely number. Everyone's just spinning around and hugging themselves. And also, you know, obviously the characters aren't on a windswept plane in Scotland. This is a fantasized number. And it's a good one. It's a good one. After this, Anjali comes to school. She's decided she wants to try and look more girly. That's the word I'm going to use. You know, we don't want to like yeah, be assign slotting gender. certain looks into gender roles yeah. and things. But this is this is what the the film is is kind of putting out there. And she's wearing hot pink and bright orange, which is very. It, she just she's she's kind of taken it too far. She doesn't look quite as put together as she probably mm. would have hoped she would. But that's no way an excuse for the reaction that she gets Not from this, all. which is just that everybody is laughing at her, including Rahul and Tina. And she is clearly just absolutely heartbroken by this reaction. I, yeah, like, I felt that hard. Like, yeah. watching this scene, I'm just like, this is, like, a little too close to how I felt in, like, yep. middle school. Yeah. It was very painful. But Tina sees how hurt she is, and she stops laughing, and she's trying to get Rahul to stop laughing. And she goes after Anjali, who runs away crying. Anjali tells Tina that she wanted to look beautiful like her, and Tina is telling her that she is beautiful. And suddenly Rahul pops up from behind them, and he's there, and he's comforting Anjali. He's telling her that she's beautiful, and that she can get anyone that she wants. And Anjali says anyone and Rahul says anyone oh stupid and stupid man <laughs> again with the misunderstandings we saw this in Om Shanti Om yep. we saw this in Kalhonaho like people need to be explicit about their meanings <laughs> although can you imagine if like the response then was like no you could be with anyone you want and then they're like anyone and then you say oh well not me not me but anyone who's not me <laughs> sure <laughs> We next see Malotra telling Tina uh, that he sh- that she should go and tell Rahul that she loves him. And we also see Rifatbi, who has come up a couple of times prior to this, um, but she- she's kind of like the dorm mother, mm-hmm. uh, and she takes care of all, of all of the girls in the dorm. And she's telling Anjali to go and do the same thing, to go and tell Rahul that she loves him. But actually, Rahul tells Anjali that he loves her first. Oh you know, they God. bump into each other, and he runs up, and he just declares his love. 
but he was actually just practicing how he would say it to Tina, which again, like this would have been a great moment to like preface. <laughs> He's such an idiot with this. Yep. And I, I have to believe that it's just like he doesn't even see Anjali as a person who could have romantic feelings. Right. Yeah. There's just like no possibility that there would be anything like that there between them. Yeah. But also Tajal's acting in this movie. Oh, yeah. Her face is just so good at just showing all the emotions that are in my heart. <laughs> I know. She, yeah. So, so very expressive. And <laughs> I also, we are, we started last week's episode with the reference to uh, Shah Rukh's eyebrows. And yes. we could also write an ode to Kajal's unibrow. Um, oh, yeah. Just, it's amazing. And... It's great. And I love any person who lets hair be on their bodies in the place that it wants to be. Anyway, yeah. so Anjali tells Rahul to go and tell Tina that, uh, that he loves her. And then she just stands in the rain and cries. Um, yeah. And the song Tuje Yad Na Mary Ai plays, and we're seeing Anjali mourning that her love loves someone else, but we're also seeing Rahul telling Tina that he loves her. So it's this very, like, you know, this dichotomy of emotions here over this song. Yeah. Uh, but Anjali decides to pack her bags. She says goodbye to Rafatbi, and we see her get on a train. And Rahul and Tina go after her, and Anjali says, Nope. I'm leaving. I'm not coming back. Good um, for her for, you yeah. know, setting her boundaries. Exactly. And taking the space she needs. Yeah. Rahul is enraged. He storms off. But Tina is still there. And, you know, they say goodbye to each other. And Anjali gives her the red scarf that she is wearing. The train horn blares and away she goes. But Rahul realizes his mistake in this moment. And he chases after her. And he says that he'll miss her. And they do their little handshake at a distance. Yeah one last time this is the first instance we've encountered in a film where the platform is just super long and i guess <laughs> well, it's not even like the platform but it sort of runs. looks like he's off the platform yes, at this like, point he's which, just running in the grass yeah. alongside the train that he's able to keep up with for a while <laughs> And maybe, you know, we haven't been to India. Maybe this is easier to accomplish than it would be at your average American train station. But this is a plot point in a lot of movies, being able to chase after trains. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the reason you and I, we want to do some train stuff exactly. when we go. <laughs> but so we're back to the present day. And uh, Anjali, daughter Anjali, is finishing reading her mother's letter. And Tina's letter explains to Anjali that she always felt like she stepped between her dad and the original Anjali. But now he needs Anjali's friendship and love once more. And so now it is up to this eight-year-old child to reunite <laughs> these long-lost loves and fulfill her mother's dream. Yeah, I just wrote, like, way to burden your kid, Tina. Yep. Like, <laughs> and, and the fact that you're like, this is the only wish and dream I have. It sort of feels like Tina thought she needed to die yeah. to get out of the way for Rahul and Anjali. Yeah. And like every time that first loves get emphasized in this movie, that's what it feels like. It sort of feels like Tina was like Rahul didn't actually love Tina. He always loved Anjali and she just needed to die to get out of the way. Right. <laughs> I would much rather believe that Rahul did actually love Tina and that Anjali is in fact his second love. I think yes. that that's a much more like joyful interpretation of this and finding love after the death of a spouse. I agree. Um, 
but so anyway, we're going to, we're like, we're going to assume that like there was joy, there was love, there was happiness, and then there was death and tragedy. And now Tina is like, this is how happiness will come back in, in full. But so we're in act two and we see the Neelam show. Yeah, I was very excited about seeing Neelam. Yeah, I was just shocked to see a second person from Fabulous Lives of Bollywood Wives. Yeah, two in a row. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Neelam has her own show. And from this show, Anjali learns the word association game where, uh, you know, you say a word and the person has to respond immediately after. Kabir was also watching I, this episode of the Neelam show. <laughs> I literally had that thought. I was like, huh. So Kabir was also watching yeah. the Neelam show. Good to know. <laughs> she plays this game with her dad and when she says Anjali he says Sharma and everyone's like who's Anjali Sharma and he starts reflecting on how his old friend Anjali you know was someone he really loved being around and this is all intercut with scenes of present day in the film Anjali yeah. getting ready for her engagement ceremony and boy does she look incredible she really really does just glowing the song uh sajanji garai is playing as anjali's betrothed arrives mm. and her fiance is played by salman khan as we said at the start um he's one of the three khans uh of the era obviously there are a lot of other khans <laughs> I also, we should mention, Saif Ali Khan is not, in fact, the third of the three Khans. So no. it's Shahrukh Khan, it's Salman Khan, and it's Amir Khan. Yes. Um, so, but yes, there are multiple Khans <laughs> in Bollywood and just in the world, but these are the three big ones. So Salman Khan is doing a guest role here. Katie and I don't have the most positive opinions about Salman Khan. I don't think that we really have a basis for that opinion. And I think we both <laughs> would acknowledge that. I don't think we have anything against him as an actor. Right. I'm sure we will at some point watch more Salman Khan, but yeah, we have so many other people that we love. Right. He's low on the list. We'll you know, we'll, we'll try and we'll we'll continue to keep an open mind. But I, you know, I was not swayed in any new directions by this performance. I feel like he acted drunk for a lot of it. And I don't know if that was intentional, I, I, but I, just, I don't know if it was like his cool guy act. He was like slurring his words a lot. Yeah, like a cool guy. Well, I was also <laughs> like a cool guy. <laughs> like, you know, all the cool kids do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rahul and Anjali, the daughter are getting ready to go and meet up with Malotra, who, of course, is Anjali's grandfather, um, and they're getting together to commemorate Tina's death. Anjali 2, as they're... I, 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 put, I started to put in my notes Anjali 1 and Anjali 2. So Anjali 2 has this really cute moment where she's looking at a picture of Anjali 1, and she puts on a headband so that she can look more like her in her college days. And she also puts on, like, basically an identical outfit to the one that Anjali was wearing when she left on the train. She's wearing, like, all white with the red scarf. Um, and she also takes the opportunity to bring her grandparents in on this plan. And they're both down for it. Yeah. I also like that when um, Rahul sees her, it's just like you can see him reliving the trauma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of his best friend leaving. And I'm like, well, I'm not sure this is the nicest thing to do to your no. father. <laughs> Remember that time that your best friend just up and disappeared from your life? Wasn't that and, fun? And like <laughs> you never talked to her again. Never saw even her though again. your wife died. Yeah. And you named your child after her. Right. 
Just I have some questions. A lot of choices <laughs> being made. So Malotra, now he's in on this plan, um, and he has the idea of asking Rifat B where Anjali 2 is, because, or I'm sorry, where Anjali 1 is, because they, they're, they're not sure they've got an old address for her. So they go and they talk to Rifat B, who explains that Anjali 1 is engaged. Mm-hmm. And Anjali 2, you know, she takes a moment to be distraught by this, but then she goes and she starts praying. And meanwhile, as she's praying, Anjali 1's mom is working with a, a priest to pick an auspicious date for Anjali and Aman's wedding. And yes. the priest is saying something is off with Anjali's dates. There is just there's not an auspicious date anytime soon. They're going to have to wait until December. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some fascinating stuff happening here because <laughs> Anjali 2 is praying in what appears to be an Islamic style of prayer mm-hmm. and we're also hearing like Allahu Akbar is like in the background yeah but her her prayers to an Islamic god are influencing Transfer a over. Hindu priest yeah. and there's just some very <laughs> some interesting religious dynamics there <laughs> yeah hmm. it's all interconnected and then later she's praying in a way that seems very like traditionally Christian like down on her knees with her hands together yeah. like sort of out loud so Anjali is just, just trying. Like, a few yeah. different things. Exactly. You know, yeah. she is shopping she, around. She's shopping around. She's not settling for just one thing. She just wants to try everything. And we support that. Anjali, too, has successfully prevented this wedding from happening anytime soon. Anjali, one, is chatting with her mom, who asks her if she's happy. And Anjali says, yes, she is. And Aman is a good man, but she does confess to her mom that she is not in love with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was already in love once. Um, And her mom says to her, a house is not a home without love. Yeah. Which is a nice line. Now there's a whole scene with Aman that I didn't take notes on because I don't care. Um, But (laughs) the scene ends. Anjali is talking to him and it turns out that she is going to a summer camp, Camp Sunshine in Shimla. Um, Love Shimla. Yeah, it looks like a beautiful place. Um, And she jokingly says that she doesn't love Aman. She doesn't want to marry him. And he teases her that he will drag her to the altar if he has to. A little bit of foreshadowing there. (laughs) You know, a little bit of like good old fashioned ribbing between two loving partners right yeah i'll drag you down the aisle if i, I have don't to. even love kicking you. and screaming <laughs> we so we know that anjali one is going to the summer camp and then we next hear anjali two trying to convince her dad to let her go to the same summer camp camp sunshine and rahul says no firm no but anjali goes to camp anyway with her tweety bird backpack looking like great off. Um, and grandma comes along because why not? But she also tells grandma that she knows that she'll be able to get her dad to come because she'll pretend that she's sick and he'll be right there to to take care of her. And now we're at summer camp. We're at Camp Sunshine and Johnny Lever is there. Uh, he's the camp manager, Al- yeah. uh, Almeida. And we also, I had totally forgotten about the adorable little sick boy. I had also forgotten about him. He is so cute. This child is the <laughs> cutest child I have ever seen. And he just, just oh, everything about him I love. There's, um, yeah, a bit questionable consent in the moment. that He does he does kiss Anjali, too, on the cheek a few times. Is that what he does? Yes. Yeah. I forget what they were doing, but she... <laughs> I don't know if she was, like, trying to get him to talk because he doesn't talk. <laughs> and then he distracted her and then just, like, kissed her on the cheek and ran away. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh boy. <laughs> um, and there's also a really sweet moment where Anjali One is greeting all the kids as they arrive. Um, she does this every year. Some of these kids she's probably known for years. And Anjali Two is picturing her mom in yeah. Anjali One's place, and it's just it's really sweet and um, and sad. Uh, but Rahul actually now ends up on the Neelam show. <laughs> this, this comes about just as randomly as that makes it sound. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, how do you, like, did he have to look up where it's filmed? Like, was he just out for a walk? I feel like that's that's what it seem, what seems to be implied. He just sort of stumbles across the filming of Neelam's show, the Neelam okay. show. Um, and he knows his daughter loves the show. Um, and he also at this point knows that his daughter has run away to summer camp with, with his mother. Yes. <laughs> and so he, he gets himself on camera and Neelam, you know, her show is always something a little bit different. And this episode is about people giving love messages. And so Rahul's love message is, I love you, Anjali. Where have you gone? Please come back. I miss you. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Neelam asks him who Anjali is and he says it's his daughter. Anjali One has seen all of this. She yes, is watching she the TV. Has. She sees her old friend Rahul show up on camera <laughs> and beg for Anjali to come back. And of course, this hits her. She feels <sighs> this. Brings back all the feels. All the feels come rushing back. Anjali, so she runs to Anjali Two's bedside and she sees the photo of her mom and sees that it's Tina and she puts all the building blocks together. She <laughs> sees what has happened. So Anjali Two does call her dad and she pretends to be sick and Rahul travels to camp with what I can only describe as a hippie band. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, like they're just bopping. Straw. Like, a lot of yeah. straw. <laughs> um, he tags along, and he makes his way to, to Camp Sunshine. And he runs up the path to the camp, and they're in the middle of their morning prayers, and he calls out, Anjali! And then he sees Anjali 1, and he just says, hi. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And this scene is just perfection. They're both so awkward, but so happy to see each other, but they yeah. don't really know how to show it because it's been years since they've seen each other. They don't know if they should hug. They do the classic, like, you know, hand out to shake, yeah. do we hug, and then or do they high five, and then he, like, goes to touch her nose, but, like, that's not right either, um, uh. but it's just great <laughs> there's just a lot of very human moments in yes, this film where i'm just like human. yeah i have felt that before yep <laughs> and i'm like girl you just gotta like nestle in there you know <laughs> just go, and go she in for does she takes those opportunities when they present themselves yes so we then see the two of them sitting together that night um and he's teasing her for wearing a sari it's very cute um anjali does take the opportunity to say that she is sorry to hear about tina and Rahul says, you weren't there, and I really needed a friend. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's it, that, that moment does have a lot of impact. Anjali asks Rahul if he remarried, and he's like, no, because you weren't there. And then Rahul asks Anjali if she's married, and she's like, no, because you weren't there. And they're both joking, but definitely not joking. <laughs> yeah. And she does neglect to mention the fiancé, doesn't she? She really does very deliberately not mention <laughs> that she is engaged. Um, yep. And Rahul also, he repeats the same mantra that he'd shared before about like living once, loving once. Um, and as he's saying this, a shooting star goes by. 
Mm-hmm. And Rahul's like, do you believe in that? And Anjali's like, no, do you? And he's like, no. And then they both giggle and Rahul is like, okay, what did you wish for? And Anjali <laughs> just walks away and says goodnight. And it's just all of it's beautiful and like his little, his crooked smile and he yeah. kind of like looks at her sideways God, it just like really does get me. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I just I need a break from this man. <laughs> it's it's too, much. too much. So Anjali too is she's frustrated. You know, it's not taking enough time. They're being too awkward and like coy with each other. So she forms a plan, and that plan is basketball. <laughs> so the next day, Anjali one and Rahul break up a fight between Anjali two and a boy who is saying that girls can't play basketball. And this sparks the old feud between Anjali one and Rahul. And they have a very similar back and forth as, as they do at the top of the film. And so they decide they're going to they're gonna play. And Anjali ties up her sari at her hip. Rahul loosens his tie and tosses it over his, his shoulder. Which I... Um, looks more dangerous yeah like, i was thinking about this and i was like you think you'd want it to be tight like right. loosening it and tossing it over the shoulder like no, it could get it caught into your something. shirt or something yeah tuck know. it in or take it off like don't go yeah. to the trouble of loosening it only to keep it on your body so rahul is actually winning this game for two reasons one he's been practicing and the second reason is pants um, he is yes. very pants and Anjali is not. But this is a very flirty game. At one point, he like drags his hand across her bare stomach and like untucks yeah. her sari. It's very it's, sensual. It's very sensual, very flirty. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. But this time, Anjali cheats. And everyone laughs at her and she's looking real sad until Rahul whistles their little tune from, from mm-hmm. the beginning of the movie. And now we get another dance number, Larki Badi Anjani Hey. This number is just full of camp shenanigans and there's great moments where they're each imagining singing with the other, you know, the other person in their college years. Just, just very excellent. And there's also a moment at the end where Rahul is just standing in front of a bunch of horses that are running around. Yeah, I did notice that. Yep. I guess we, we haven't said this before. I'm a horse person. <laughs> I, Katie's I, I a horse horses. girl. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe there will be an inclusion of Horse Corner periodically on this podcast. But I love having... Horse Corner. That's so funny. <laughs> having worked at a summer camp before as a horseback riding instructor, it's hard to find a summer camp that has horses uh-huh. because they are expensive. I Yeah. Yeah, but so for them to just have a herd of horses. <laughs> just running around. Just running around. Just for the sake of this one dance number, because I swear that pen wasn't there. Look, no, I've been yeah. trained from a young age to find horses. Wherever they are, <laughs> I see them. And uh, those ones did not show up until this dance number. Right. Yeah. Just, just them being there it reminded me of the moment in George of the Jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's like playing with the horses and all the women are watching and the men are like, what is it with women and horses? <laughs> anyway, after the dance number... The Anjali's are are chatting with each other. Anjali 2 is looking at a picture of her mom, Tina, and Anjali 1 comes over and, and is looking at the picture with her. And she says that Tina would be so proud of her daughter because she's just like her. Which, like, I, I mean, I have a mom, so I don't really <laughs> know this for sure. But I imagine that if you're, like, a young girl who lost her mom before you even knew her and to hear that you were like her, I mean, that must... 
means so much to her in this moment. And we can see, you know, she yeah. starts crying. She's hugging Anjali. It's very beautiful. Yeah. Anjali, the elder, is just so sweet with Anjali, yeah. the younger. It's great. And there's also, like, there's never really any jealousy there, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. And there's also never, this is another thing that I really like, is there's never any, like, butting heads between Anjali and Tina. There's yeah, never, like, competition between the two of them. It's just like, well, we both love the same man. He loves you. I'm out. I actually was thinking about that when Anjali first does her, like, I'm going to dress like Tina, and everyone laughs and mm-hmm. she runs away. And Tina goes to comfort her. Yeah. I kind of wanted them to have more of a moment. Me too. I agree. Before Rahul like came in. Yeah. Because I was like, wow, here is just this really pure friendship between Mm -hmm. two women who love the same man but are so supportive of each other. Yeah. And we need to see more instances of that. Yes. And then Rahul ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Rahul. Get out of here. Rahul happens to witness this moment between the Anjali's and he obviously starts crying like seeing this interaction happen and grandma's also there and she says that their family no longer looks incomplete and now we cut to the camp playing charades which is great everyone loves a good mass game of charades (laughs) and a bonfire and a bonfire it looks like a great time Anjali too gives her dad I love you as the prompt and they were doing movie titles and so he's like there's no movie that's just called I love you but that's what he's got he's got to act it out Uh, but he doesn't know how to do it he's sort of awkward about it and then the little sick boy comes up and he does like gestures I love you for him and it's just it's very sweet so Um, cute and then it starts to rain uh, and the children all go running. They run inside. But Rahul is like, he's like letting the, the rain flow through his hair. Yeah. Um, and he grabs As Anjali. He and they, they head to the gazebo instead. You know, I love, I love a gazebo in yep. the rain or like a pavilion, whatever you want to call a structure <laughs> when it's raining. Now you're you thinking of Pride run. and Prejudice. I am. <laughs> it's like, I'm so happy that now I have Pride and Prejudice and Cooch Cooch Hotehe. Yes, on board with this trend for sure. Rahul asks Anjali to dance and she says there's no music, but then he kind of puts his hands up by his head and he plays the little Kuch Kuch Hotehe theme and like, you know, it's all in their heads. But yes. so they start dancing. My God, the sexiness. <laughs> <laughs> when he just runs his nose he just up like, the column of yeah. her throat. Oh, it's so, so sensual. At the end of their dance, she touches his face And she remembers that she's engaged because she sees the ring that she is wearing. And I don't, he doesn't quite clock it in this moment, but you know, she remembers and she runs away into the woods crying. Um, And then she stops running and we see a hand wrap around her shoulder. And she says, I love you, but the arm belongs to Aman, who has come to be with her at Camp Sunshine like why is he even here why do these adults keep showing up (laughs) just get out of here Aman no one wants you here but Aman and Anjali they walk into where uh, into you know the big room where everyone has been hiding from the rain but we get this great conversation between Anjali and grandma where grandma is telling her that men are weak um, and Anjali needs to like take the initiative and she needs to tell the men in her life the feelings that are in her heart yes 
Agreed. Yes. Always good advice to everybody. <laughs> Not just But women. no one ever takes it in any of these films. Nope, never. <laughs> um, so now we have a, a conversation between Rahul and Anjali where Rahul asks Anjali if she's happy. He says that he's happy for her. And so she responds, well, then how can I be happy? <sighs> And this would have been talk. a really good thing for him to like dig a little more into, but he doesn't. Yes, or for her to be a little bit more honest. Like, right. It's just, they're just dancing around the actual topic they have to discuss. Right. And at this point, it's like, Anjali, you probably can tell that Rahul's like into you. Yeah. Anyway, Anjali tells Aman that she wants to leave now. She wants to leave that night. Um, and Anjali too overhears this and she runs crying back to the picture of Tina. She feels like she's failed in her mission. See, yeah, and this I, is yeah. the problem. <laughs> Thanks to mom's problem. letter, she feels like she failed in these things that she has no control over because she's a child. <laughs> Yep. Um, although she has done a great job of manipulation so far. Great job. But she's cute, so she can get away with it. Exactly. Yeah. That's why we have children in these movies. Yes. Anjali One bids farewell to everybody at the camp, and the little sick boy speaks for the first time, and he asks her not to go. This little boy, the fact that he chose his moment to mm -hmm. speak so well. Yeah. So powerfully. He's great, and I think he should be in every movie ever. Yeah. As she's leaving, Rahul takes Anjali One's hand and he gives her the scarf that she had given to Tina when she left, when they were in college. And he says that he knows she and Rahul will be very happy together. And Anjali corrects Aman and she leaves. What a little Freudian slip there. Yeah, but like, what a Freudian slip. I, you know, yeah. you, you, the fact that he actually fully says yeah. his name. Fully says his name. All different matters. Very, <laughs> it's very interesting, yeah. So Anjali says that she doesn't care about the date. She wants to marry Aman right away. And Rahul and Anjali, too, are back home. And Tina appears beside Rahul. And she covers his eyes. And he recalls his wish from earlier in the film. He realizes that he's in love with Anjali and he has to go and stop the wedding. Or at least tell her how he feels. Or at least show up and look at her sadly. Yeah, <laughs> just, you know, say her name a few times. So the day of the wedding arrives. Rahul is there. Anjali too is there. Grandma is there. Everyone's there. Rahul goes and he finds Anjali. And she is standing on a balcony. And he walks through the door and he sees the beautiful star-filled night sky behind her. And a shooting star goes by once again. Just lovely. And he walks up to her and he signs, I love you, as the sick boy showed us. And yeah. then he walks away. And like, how do you marry another man after that? Oh, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Anjali too is just like weeping and she clearly guilt trips Amon. There's a moment where he walks by and she just like grabs his hand and just like weeps at him. Um, yeah. <laughs> so again, with the manipulation here, Anjali is also, Anjali one is also weeping as she's coming down the stairs, as she's getting ready to approach her marriage. And then she pauses and Amon rises from where he is sitting and he grabs her by the wrist and he drags her not to the priest, but to Rahul. And he says that he sees that Rahul is her first love and he can't come between that. And I'm like, this is like the third time we have seen in the past two weeks that we have seen someone whose love is unrequited and mm -hmm. they're like, well, that's okay. <laughs> well, and I think there's a difference between what Aman is doing in the moment here. And then I'm sure he goes home and has a good cry. 
Oh, um, I'm sure. I mean, he does dance uh, at, at their wedding <laughs> afterwards, is what we see. But after that, he goes home and he has a good cry. Anjali goes to Rahul and she falls against him. They cry, they embrace, and we can only assume that they live happily ever after. But we do get to see that they've got a perfectly good wedding set up here, so they go ahead and get married. Everyone sure. celebrates. Miss Braganza is there because <laughs> why not? And Tina's spirit is overlooking all of them. And she gives her daughter a thumbs up. Aww. The end. But yeah, I mean, I do think there is this emphasis on first loves in so many movies and the idea that you like can't have a second love. And that's just, it's a dangerous trope and everyone is capable of loving lots of people. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, do we actually have any movies where we see evidence of second love? And we're going to watch one in like two weeks to kick off February. I believe that that choice will will be a sometimes love gets taken away and then you find it again. (laughs) And sometimes that person looks exactly like the person who you loved before. But you don't you don't have to question it. (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Um, should we go into favorite dance numbers i would love to yeah my choice for my favorite dance number was the one in act two larki body ajani hey the one at the summer camp with everybody dancing around the one with the horses um (laughs) i just i love everything about it i love all of the like summer camp shenanigans that we see i love watching these two fall for each other again slash realize that they were always in love with each other the kids are just having a blast and there's a great like girls dance number then boys dance number where everyone's wearing overalls and johnny lever's dancing along yeah just i love every moment that's the dance number that Rahul and Anjali are like fishing, right? And Rahul yeah. gets a fish and he's so excited about it. And then the quiet boy just yeah. by <laughs> smugly carrying this huge fish. This and enormous then, fish. Oh my God, it's so funny. And, yeah. then, and there's a great moment too where he's playing the violin. <laughs> and he's yes. doing it in the way that we've seen many actors play violins in Bollywood movies where he's holding not the part with the strings where you would actually yeah. indicate the note you wanted to play, but like holding it by like the bass. <laughs> But at least his chin is pretty much where it should be. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. What was your fave? Yeah, I think my favorite was the very first one. Yep. Yaladka Hey Diwana. I loved it mostly for the choreography. Yeah. Great choreography. They do kind of like a like a marionette dance yeah it yeah. feels like and then like their knees are just moving in funky ways <laughs> and I love it the kind and, like, of Anjali, angular like yeah, yeah yeah and Anjali is like wearing her like softball outfit and she <laughs> looks great and there was something like kind of like summer loving about it sure it very summer loving yeah 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 and it's I really liked choice. it yeah and then I got concerned about <laughs> about Rahul's the shorts, shorts and what and... might happen. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, that's a great number too. And I like that we picked the ones we did because they complement each other really well. You know, we've they got do. sort of the the act one excitement of them in college and they're just friends, and then the act two, they're realizing that they love each other as adults and they go nicely together. Yeah. So I kind of struggled with what to research for this episode. Mm -hmm. So I actually focused on education. I am so glad you did. Wow. Okay. I'm very excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The school system. Yeah. Because we watch a number of films that are set 
in a school setting. Mm -hmm. And so many times Kim and I have been watching a movie and we're like, is this high school? Yeah. Is this college? What is this? Because it's never clear when all of the actors are 30. (laughs) Right. And then we just kind of decide, eh, it doesn't matter. It's fine. So like centuries ago when, you know, they didn't really have formal education, the way that people would get their education was through a gurukula system where anyone who wished to study would go to the teacher's house and the teacher was known as the guru. Mm -hmm. And then if the guru accepted the student, they would stay at the house with the guru and do household chores, contribute to the running of the house in exchange for learning lessons on anything from like Sanskrit and Holy Scriptures to subjects like philosophy and mathematics. Can yes. I ask, is this specifically like Hindu tradition of, of being educated? You know, it's a good question. The term is used for spiritual teachers in the Buddhist, Jain, and Sikh traditions as well. Okay, great. But so yes, they have this guru system for many, many years. And basically the student would stay with the guru for as long as they wanted and or until the guru said, yeah, I've taught you everything I have to teach you be free. So learning was really based in the connection between nature and life. So Mm. it was like a very holistic approach, which sounds really nice. I like that. Then the modern school system, as we know it today, was brought to India along with instruction in the English language Mm -hmm. by, you're going to get a kick out of this guy's name, Lord Thomas Babington Macaulay. That doesn't sound real. You made that up. (laughs) No. The most British sounding of British men. What was it? Thomas Babington what? Lord Thomas Babington Macaulay. Okay. Like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was like, my American self wants to say Macaulay. (laughs) But I imagine that's probably not how it's He would, yeah. Thomas Babington would disapprove of that pronunciation. Yeah, so Lord Thomas Babington shows up in the 1830s, and as a British lord, he obviously thinks he knows better, Mm -hmm. and introduces the modern school system. So shifting schools and learning from villages and nature into classroom settings, where the teacher is working with a group of students and it's a lot less one-on-one there's a lot less of a relationship built between the teacher and the student they also forced students to learn english mm-hmm. um and they kind of did away with philosophy and sanskrit and only taught modern quotation marks useful subjects like oh, mathematics sure. and science so Classic colonialism choices just like making everything worse and less about emotion and connection and just more about garbage. (laughs) I mean, math and science are important and whatever, but (laughs) stupid. They are important, but come on, Thomas Babington. So is philosophy and nature. But so there are four levels in modern school today. So ages 6 through 10 is called lower primary. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, ages 11 and 12 is upper primary 13 through 15 is just called high and 17 and 18 is higher secondary okay the university system largely based on the british system just like 
everything else. Uh Um, Coincidentally, the first university in India was established in 1947, which is the year that India got its independence from Great Britain. It's a big year. Big year for India. Big year. And I'm just like, okay, UK, like, I see you. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't get their first university until you left. Yeah. That seems a bit fishy. Yep. Doesn't seem like that was a coincidence. Uh, Yeah. But so that first university is the University of Rajasthan. Hmm. Depending on the subject, a bachelor degree takes two to four years. And it does seem like the term university and the term college is very similar to the way we use it okay. in the U.S. University being like a larger uh, research institution that also offers graduate degrees and then college being a smaller institution that just offers um, undergraduate. Very cool. And I believe, I had a hard time finding this out, I believe that principal is the term for what we would call a dean. Okay. Or like a headmaster. Got it. And so now moving forward, whenever they say college or university, we know they actually mean (laughs) college or university. Right. I definitely appreciate having that context. I'm also thinking of moments where people will reference like the level of their education, different degrees that people earn at different points um, and using that as like making them seem more marriageable and everything. So yeah, it's, yeah. it seems like there's, it's it's in some ways similar to, to us, to, to the way that our education system works, which makes sense because colonialism. Yeah. And it was also just interesting. Some subjects you would only need two to three years. Mm-hmm. But then if you are going into like a specialized subject like medicine or law, it's more of like a four to five year degree. Yeah. For your undergraduate degree. Okay. There was a lot of acronyms for like the different tests that you have to take. To yeah, that's into. what I feel like I'm thinking of or the ways that people would say like, oh, I took this test, but not this one. And yeah. yeah. And in that way, I think it's kind of similar to Germany mm. where you do take an exam and then it's like the more book smart people get into a certain school that teaches certain subjects yeah and then others go to like certain vocational schools where they're trained in more specialized subjects sure so there we go very interesting yeah this is good to be aware of so before we talk about our next movie do we have any bollywood news just the one thing, I think. Yeah. So there's a movie called Shezada coming out February 10th. Very excited. Mm-hmm. It's starring Kriti Sanan and Kartik Aryan. And uh, we haven't talked about either of those actors yet, but they're great. We love these two, and it's always fun to see them in a movie together. They, they, they work well together. I also just think it's so fun to follow Bollywood movies as they're coming out because they do a huge like trailer release that seems like it's just as big as a movie premiere, so that's a huge deal. And then we yeah. also get all this buildup as they release the music videos for the dance numbers. And that's so fun, too. And that's just, I mean, we just don't get anything like that with with Hollywood films but just there's so much hype and so much excitement and I I'm always here for it although I don't usually watch the dance numbers when they come out because I like to see them in the film for the first time and then I will watch them outside of the film like hundreds of times afterwards (laughs) I agree I I try to keep to that rule but sometimes sometimes you get sucked in sometimes you see Shah Rukh wearing a fedora and you're like I need to see what this is about (laughs) and uh, I don't regret it yeah. So our next film is 
going to be war. Yeah. Which is just (laughs) W-A-R. War. (laughs) We are going in a totally different world with this movie. Oh, yeah. We are leaving the world of, like, romance and love and warmth to <laughs> war. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of and action. And fighting and also some love and warmth, but less. There is, yeah, some love, definitely more action. Yeah. This is a movie starring Rithik Roshan, mm. and we're introducing a new Bollywood boy, mm-hmm. Tiger Shroff. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, very prancy. He is You're gonna love it. <laughs> so very prancy. We love Tiger. We love the way he rocks. <laughs> um, we've also got Vani Kapoor in this film. She does mm-hmm. not play a huge part, but she does play a very important part in oh, yeah. the film. So we're excited to, to have that. It is on Amazon Prime. You do not need Eros now. It's just straight up on Amazon. Perfect. So yeah, would you like to read yours first? Sure. I have IMDb pulled up, and their synopsis is, An Indian soldier chases after his mentor, who has gone rogue following an unexpected kill. Mm. Yeah. Which I would say sounds like an accurate description of about the first 10 minutes of this film. Yes. Very mysterious. Yes. The... Amazon synopsis is kind of wordy. Oh, okay. Yeah, they often are. But it says an elite shadow unit of R and AW, and I don't know what that stands for. Maybe we could look that up. Led by Agent Kabir, focuses on maximum risk missions. Khalid, Tiger Shroff, a soldier with a murky past, struggles to get into Kabir's team and finally manages to convince him of his dedication and loyalty. Now, when Kabir mysteriously goes rogue, Khalid is assigned the task of hunting down his mentor. Can he track him? A deadly war begins. Ooh. Leaves you in suspense there. And that, you know, mine covered about the first 10 minutes. Yours covers about the first 30 of the movie. And then we've got like two hours of just hijinks. (laughs) Well, until next time, remember, Bollywood doesn't need us. But we need Bollywood. Cue the theme song.